Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It was just about 2 o'clock. The Wakefield Trust and Savings Bank, owned by David Bowman, was in the midst of the early afternoon lull. In fact, it was practically deserted as Aunt Mary Lane entered. David was away from his desk at the moment, but Aunt Mary could see Bill Mead sitting in what he called his cubbyhole between two big green filing cabinets at the end. As she came up to him, Bill was busily clearing his desk, putting things away neatly in the drawers, tucking papers away in his briefcase. Good afternoon, Bill. Well, hello, Aunt Mary. Well, you look as if you're closing up shop for the day. Yeah, that's right. I have several calls to make out of town. Well, I won't keep you. I just thought I'd say hello while I was in. Oh, I'm in no particular rush, Aunt Mary. Um, to tell the truth, I'm not looking forward to this afternoon. Why, Bill? Something unpleasant in the offing? I'm not sure. But I expect it may be a little awkward. You see, I plan to stop by at the Descaries. Oh? Well, give them my regards, Bill. Yeah, I will. But surely that's not the errand you're dreading, going to see Mario and Carla. Well, I... Yeah, it is, Aunt Mary. You remember that suggestion of Randy's about my going to Mario and putting my cards on the table? Yes, I remember. In fact, Randy's mentioned it several times since then. Well, you think it's a good idea, don't you? Yes, I do, Bill. As Randy says, there's nothing like bringing a thing right out in the open. I know. I believe that, too. But Mario's... Well, and Mary, you know how... how uneven he is. I thought we had everything all ironed out weeks ago. We were getting along fine. But ever since the night the supper club opened, he's been reserved. Well, even a little hostile. That was the night uh, Mario found Carla's scarf in your car? Yeah. It's a shame that happened. I think up to then, Mario realized he was wrong to be suspicious. But after that... Yeah, it set him back all right. Well, Carla's tried, and I tried to talk to him, Bill. And so did Lefty. But it didn't make him change his mind, did it? Evidently not. Mario's a pretty hard-headed young man. He doesn't give up an idea any too easily. <laughs> yeah, I guess I know that by now. Just the same, Bill. If you have it out with him, as Randy suggested. Seems to me he'll have to recognize the truth. He'll realize how foolish he's acting. If you could find some way to counteract the stories he's heard. If I could only find out who originated this pack of lies. Well, anyway, I'm going to do my best with the guy. I like him. <laughs> but also, I'm fed up to hear with him because of Carla. Poor little Carla. And she's so much in love with Mario. I hope you can make him understand how unfair he's acting. Not only to himself and Carla, but to you and Peggy, too. Well, I'm certainly going to try to make that lunkhead realize it. And if liking a guy as much as I like Mario can do any good, well, maybe I'll succeed. I hope so with all my heart, Bill. Yeah, well, I guess I better get going. Um, I'll let you know what happens. By all means. Goodbye, son. Take care. Yeah. So long, Aunt Mary. Oh, hey, there's Mr. Bowman at his desk. He seems to be wigwagging you. <laughs> so he is. See you later. Well, Mary, I was afraid you were going to pass me up. Why, David, of course not. You were busy when I came in, so 
Bill and I had a little chat. <laughs> All right, then. I just didn't want to be neglected. Not much fear of that. After a friendship of some 20-odd years. 20-odd years. <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> I stopped in especially, David, to ask how Kit is. Have you talked to Dr. Larrabee again? Yes, I have, Mary. And he told me... Hold on. What? Ben Calvert. Oh. Good afternoon, Mary Lane. David. Good afternoon. Hello, Ben. Well, David, uh, I presume Ben wants to talk to you. I'd better... No, 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 no. You stay right where you are, Mary. I'd like to talk to both of you people. Well, I... Uh... You've taken it upon yourselves to become involved in my affairs, so we might as well go on from there. Very well, Ben. Get us sit down? No, thanks. I'll stand right here. Won't take long. As you like. I just came from the sanitarium in Huntsville. Did you see Kit? No, I didn't. Dr. Larrabee refused me that privilege. It seems he reserves that right for people like yourself, David. After all, I'm only the girl's father. Well, Ben, if Dr. Larrabee felt it wiser for you not to see Kit just now, I'm sure he had a good reason. Naturally, you would. You're the one who put her into his charge. Well, I hope you're satisfied with the results. It's a little too soon to talk about results, Ben. I wouldn't say that. I'd say returning Kit to the state had very definite results. Such as an indictment for perjury. Or maybe you don't know about that. Yes, Ben. I know. That's where your busybody methods have landed Kit. With an indictment hanging over her head. You had to butt in where you're not wanted. This is the result. I've been very much disturbed about that, Ben. But, on the other hand, it did seem wisest to bring Kit back near home where she could be looked after. They have hospitals in Florida, you know. Or maybe you didn't think of that. Frankly, my main concern was Kit's physical and mental welfare. Dragging her through another trial is certainly not good for her. I admit I didn't think of that. But I have every hope that it can be postponed. You mean hold it off until she's recovered. And then let them pitch into her. Give her a relapse. I don't know about that, Ben. Maybe that Dr. Larrabee can affect a complete, uh, permanent cure. At least that's what he hopes to do. Even if he does, I won't have her going through another session in court like that last one. Well, Ben, Kit did commit a crime. We can't hope to protect her from having to pay for breaking the law. You didn't by any chance have this in mind when you brought her back here, did you? Don't be ridiculous. I wouldn't put it past you. Maybe you brought Kit back here purposely. Just so this would happen. You're being observed, Ben. Am I? Honestly, David, you and Mary ought to know better than to mix yourself in my affairs. Why? And this isn't the first time Mary Lane's interfered in my affairs. Especially when it came to Kit. Just a minute, Ben. You asked me to stay, and so I did. And since I am here, I think I have a right to speak my mind. Well? I want to say, so far as my relationship with your daughter is concerned, I did what... Well, I did want to be a friend of hers. I felt that she needed a friend. I wanted very much to help her. What made you so positive she needed your help? If people would only mind their own business and let me take care of mine. Now, either of you can try to palm yourselves off as Kit's friends, considering you're both hand in glove with Bill Mead. Yes, Ben. I'm a friend of Bill's. But that doesn't alter my opinion regarding Kit. And as for me, Kit's my niece. Why shouldn't I want to help her? Well, as I said before... You're doing a very fine job of it. You probably won't rest easy until she's behind bars. Ben, 
I don't know what purpose you had in mind in coming here, but so far as I can see, this conversation is leading nowhere. Look, Ben, we all want the same thing, actually. Nobody wants Kit to suffer any more than you do. Frankly, I'm very glad to know you're concerned about her, as a father should be. So far as any fatherly feeling I may have for her, that's another story. Kit destroyed that when she deceived me. Made a fool of me in this town. Oh, Ben. I don't see how you can place the entire blame on Kit. I do blame her completely. Nevertheless, I don't intend to stand by quietly while a daughter of mine is treated like a criminal. But if Kit has to be punished, a few other people are going to be punished with her. Which reminds me, I have a couple of things to say to her ex-husband, Bill Mead. He's not here, Ben. Well, where is he? I want to talk to him. I saw him a few minutes ago. He was on his way out to see Mario and Carla Descari. You don't say. The Descaries, eh? Well, thank you, Mary. You're very helpful. There was an odd note in Ben Calvert's voice which arrested Aunt Mary's attention. But then she dismissed it just as an example of Ben Calvert's peculiar attitude toward the man who had once been his daughter's husband. But eventually, Aunt Mary may remember Ben's tone this afternoon and regret very much that she made the mistake of telling him Bill's whereabouts. <laughs> 